Hello there, it is Gareth here and welcome to this episode 57 of the podcast. I hope you are well. Right, today I want to talk about efficiency. Um, this is something I was, I've been, I've been looking to put this podcast together for a couple of weeks now and this morning I experienced something which was incredibly efficient so it kind of pushed me into thinking I'm going to do it today. This is this week's podcast, all about efficiency because it's fresh in my mind. And experienced something, like I said this morning, which I want to share with you because it was the height of efficiency. But before I talk about what I experienced this morning, I want to talk about why I feel efficiency is really important. I've done a lot of reading over these last few weeks, especially since I've been away from the distractions of social media and I'm doing all that. I've had a lot of time to read things and consume some content, which has been really interesting. And I've been kind of getting my head around what successful people do you know and there's hundreds of people out there that say they study successful people so you know i'm not new in anybody that's done new in the, in the in a person that's done this a lot of people have done it and books have been wrote about it but i kind of i've been fascinated to some degree by a couple of people and um, the couple of people i've been fascinated by have been elon musk and jeff bezos because these guys are clearly if you, if you judge it from financial um, the financial perspective, they are very successful people. They are very wealthy people. And having looked at them both, I have an opinion of them both. Um, I, shall I share it with you? Yeah, I shall. I, I'm not the biggest fan of Jeff Bezos. I, I, I'm not, I don't know the man. I've never met him. But he doesn't come across as being the most heart-centered individual I've ever come across in my life. And Elon Musk is very strange because I've heard him on a few podcasts and I've heard him on a few videos. And he, he's, he's a very, well, he's a geek, isn't he? I mean, I'm sure Jeff Bezos is a bit geeky. Um, but the one thing about them both is they're incredibly efficient people. They talk about efficiency. And I love to hear Elon Musk talk about process because he talks about simplicity, which is something I'm a big believer in. Because I believe the, the simpler a process is, the more efficient it becomes. And so I'm always looking to streamline and become simpler and more efficient in what I do. But efficient people seem to have more success, whether that's from a financial perspective or any career you look at, even if you're judging it for like, if you look at things like um, the the, the athletes in the Olympics at the moment, the ones that have the most efficient way of training seem to be the ones that do best. So efficiency is a big deal. And I think it's a, it's a, it's a trait and, and something that we can develop. Yet how many of us spend some time to become more efficient. Well, hopefully, after you've listened to this podcast, you might start to invest a little bit of your time every week in your improvement of your own efficiency. Right. So I learned that people that are successful are generally more efficient. I would like to be more efficient because I'd like to be more successful. I think we all do, don't we? There's always something we want to be more successful at, better at, more efficient at. So we're going to talk about how I believe we can do that, because there are some things I've done recently which I think I've become a lot more efficient in. But the reason I'm talking about it today and what I experienced this morning was, and, and before I get into this particular bit, I just want to say something. What I'm going to talk about is my own personal choice, my own personal opinion to have uh, of, of what I'm going to talk about. It's only a personal opinion. I don't want anybody getting the knickers in the twist or what I'm going to talk about, because it's a bit of an emotive subject at the moment, is with the vaccination for covid now, I, this morning, had my second COVID vaccination. I am now fully jabbed and somewhat invincible, I believe, now. I can do most things. I can leave the country, go to the theatre. Oh, you know, I've got my full vaccine passport if ever I need it. 
And I know some people don't agree with the vaccine. So this is not about whether you should get vaccinated or not. Or It's not about that. This is about the experience of getting the vaccination. Um, I live in Wakefield. Close to me is a bigger city called Leeds. I went there for my vaccination this morning to a building that's been erected outside Leeds United's football ground. So we've got a big football stadium in Leeds. And next up, there's this huge tent erected where we are invited to go to be vaccinated. And I've been once already, so this is my second one. And the first time I went, I was really impressed with the setup there. Um, this time, even more so. Um, so I, I'm going to mention it, and this is why the, the podcast is about efficiency, because this morning, I had an appointment booked this morning for 7.50. 7.50 a.m. was my appointment time. Um, the kind of general rule is you try to get there a little bit earlier you know, to, to register yourself. So they say to allow 15 to 45 minutes to get out the door. I went in, even from getting in the car park, the way that they parked the people up was ultra efficient. We had a guy telling you where to go, very specifically, go down there, park next to that car. Very polite. And in the same way, when you were coming out, they had the same thing happening. They were told you, right, you go up there through that gate. So the car park itself was very efficient. So literally... You're having to have to queue to park up. You literally went in, into a slot, and you're out of your car within seconds, quite frankly. Walk down the street as you're approaching this huge tent in which you're going to have to register. There's somebody checking up on you, saying, hello, are you for your vaccination this morning? Yes. Is it first or second jab? It's a second jab, mister. Okay, go to the right-hand side. So you go down another little corridor of kind of barriers. At the bottom of those barriers, there's somebody there asking to see your appointment card. that You get like a thing sent to you through the email. That's how I got it checking it again i says how can we check these and he says well you know some people turn up and they haven't got the right dates and you know we don't want anybody having to wait too long inside or mess up the system I thought wow that's very efficient yes my um, appointment card is correct you may go down to the next door and that's when you enter the the big building inside the building literally you're you kind of there was a big line of people that were taking your details your name your date of birth and they give you a little a ticket. You have that ticket with your with a number on it. I'm assuming that's your medical number. And then you go from there to another queue to wait. And literally that queue is moving relatively quickly. And it's, you're just moving along into a little cubicle. Sit there. Hello, good morning, the nurse said. Lift your arm up. Which one? Left, right. Left, please. Jab, zap. There you go. Give me your passport card because I give you like a little ticket. Put a sticker on that. You're good to go. Then you have to sit outside in another waiting area for 15 minutes in case of adverse effects. From me leaving my car at what was, I remember this morning, because it was 7.35 when I left my car, I got back to my car at 8.05. So bang on 30 minutes. From leaving the car to getting back in the car, I didn't have to wait more than a couple of minutes at each particular point along this process. And... As I was coming out, I sat in my car for a bit because I, I just needed to go to a couple of text messages. And there were people just coming out in this steady stream and there was steady stream going. And I thought, how efficient is that? And that's why I think, you know, again, I don't want to cause any issues by saying this. That's why I think the vaccination program in this country has gone as well as it had. We've done so many, a huge percentage of the people now have been double jabbed just because it's so efficient. But that efficiency didn't come by luck, did it? And that's what I'm trying to get to with this efficiency thing. Efficiency can be um, developed. Somebody will have sat down. Somebody will have designed that 
car parking process, they'll, they'll have designed the queuing process, they'll, they'll have designed the cubicles inside to how big they are, how many places, where the doors open, left or right. They will have designed this to be as efficient as possible. I am sure if I'd have gone there right at the start of the vaccination process, there might be some small subtle changes because they might have got things you know, even more efficient. But generally, somebody has thought about that. They've gone and sat down and thought about it and they've become efficient because they put thought into it and thought, right, that's going to work. But how many times do we do that? How many times do we look at our lives, do we sit down and look at the things we do on a regular basis or even not on a regular basis and how do we look to make them more efficient? And this is something that I have been working on now for the last 18 months. Sue and myself, since the start of the COVID lockdown, we have come up with so many efficiencies in our household, it's ridiculous. In fact, I've got to say now, this household, our life, the situation we find ourselves in on a day-to-day -day basis, living together, could not be more efficient than it is. Well, it could be more efficient, but it could be hugely more efficient. Because we made a decision that we thought, you know what? We want to be more effective with our time. Because given the choice of things we'd love to be doing, being outside walking is high up there on that kind of agenda. But if you're not efficient at doing the stuff you've got to do in your household and your business, you don't get time to do the stuff you like to do. So if you're one of these people who thinks, oh, I'm, I'm, I don't need to be efficient. I like spontaneity. If I don't like that, you know, people say, I'm, I like to be spontaneous. I like to go with the flow. What I'm actually saying is, I don't give a shit about what I'm doing. I go, and, and most people who say that get pulled from pillar to post. Their life is some form of clusterfuck because they simply are not efficient. They're easily distracted. We talked about that distraction in the last episode, if you listen to that. Easily distracted. And they can't put a process in place to improve this, or they believe they can. When the truth is, they absolutely can. So just to give you an idea that I'm not kind of some kind of... Um, dork or geek here and it's been uber efficient all his life at one point i was the most un-efficient person you've ever met i mean ridiculous i mean and, and it, it weren't that many years ago if i'm completely honest i was i was massively inefficient. i was a mess i didn't know what i was doing i went from one catastrophe to another but when i started to develop myself more and, and look at my personal development i started to see there were some really quick wins things i could do that would make me more efficient almost instantly and they didn't take a lot of effort. In fact, actually, when you're more efficient, you're using less effort. This is the wonderful thing. Um, give an example of, of, of how that works. Um, I used to run a warehouse, and in a warehouse, there's actually a system whereby the warehouse I ran, we, we used to have what's called a picking. We used to have people pick items, and the pickers are there, go around, and they get an order, and they pick to an order. So you know, I managed a warehouse like this for a number of years. And within that organisation, you'd be surprised how the most quick, the quickest way around the warehouse is not what you might think. There's a way of snaking around this warehouse where you put all your stock that's popular in one particular area, and then the stuff that's less popular in different areas. And there's a way of working this out. So when you see an operation in a building where people are picking items, they will have found the most efficient way to pick those items and store those items. So you're spending the least amount of time picking an order. Because the more orders you can pick, the more you can fulfill. And the more orders you fulfill, the more orders you get paid for. So business is very good at efficiency. You know, if you are one of those people that likes a bit of a, a takeaway and goes to that um, that burger company with the big yellow M or the yellow arches as their um, their logo, if you walk into that place or drive through their drive through, how efficient is that? You know, you walk in, you put your order into a, a screen, it tells you what you're getting. Next window, you go and pay for it. And then... 
less than two minutes later, you're walking away or driving away with a, a bag full of not the most nutritious food you've probably ever eaten. But I'm not going to go into that. That's your choice. Um, but they're efficient. That's how they become successful businesses, efficiency. That's how successful people become successful because they're efficient. But most people don't spend time investing in their own efficiency. So I'm going to give you some tips as to some things that I do to look at efficiency. Right. The first thing when it comes to efficiency, you have to ask yourself, is this the simplest solution to this problem? So for instance, doing this podcast today, I've got doing these podcasts now incredibly efficient. And I'll tell you why I've got them incredibly efficient. There was a time I used to sit down, I used to um, do the podcast, and I would, then I would have to listen to it back, and I would try to edit any kind of noise out of it I didn't like. Um, I, I used to um, have to struggle sometimes to record it in one go because I would kind of stop and start and stop and start. I'd change my mind about what the podcast was going to be about, and then halfway through I'd think I wanted something else. I wasn't very efficient at it. So, you know, something like a 35 or 40 minute podcast when I first started could take me two or three hours and many, many attempts to get done. My podcasts now generally get done in one take and I, I don't edit them anymore. And the reason I don't edit them is having, tried, having gone through and listened to all the and found out the adjustments I needed to make, I realised I very rarely had to adjust it. And what I became efficient at was knowing how to set my recorder up. So it wasn't about speaking. Actually, I can do that pretty well. But actually, I found that if I kept my recorder on a particular setting, it always sounds good. Even if I'm a little bit further away like I am now, or really up close, it kind of works. But I used to do that for many, many weeks, but I never wrote down the number that this is dialed to. So I use something called a Zoom H6, which records the sound. And there's a dial on it from 1 to 10, and it's actually set at, um, set at 5. And 5 is perfect. But I didn't know what it was, so every week I'd have to redo the levels, retest the levels. But just writing down part of the process made me more efficient. So again, the big tip to doing this is, is it the simplest it can be? How do you simplify it? And secondly, have you got written down the process you're going to follow? Because if I'd have wrote that down, which I, I did, and then all I think, oh, that sounds a bit too loud or a bit too quiet, I can know how to adjust that. Oh, well, that's at five. If I take it to six, is that better? Yes, right. Then we readjust the system. So whatever you're doing, personally or professionally, if you look at, is this the simplest way to do it? Could it be simpler? And you should be asking that question all the time. Could this be simpler? I'm, I'm always looking ways to make these podcasts simpler. I think I've got it pretty efficient now. There's not much I could do to change it. But I'm open to maybe one day discovering something that was more efficient. When you get more information or you get some more knowledge or more skills, then your efficiency can improve and you might have to change something then. So that's doing a podcast. In your professional life, let's say you listen to this and you're a business owner, you know, is the things in your business that are clunky, are the systems that are clunky that don't feel good, that are not efficient, how do you simplify them? Because generally the simpler something is, the more efficient something is. You know, I don't know whether you're one of these people, I'm going to talk about the kitchen in a minute and some activities in the kitchen which do with efficiency. But if you think about a kitchen, you know, I've gone to people's homes. My sister's a prime example of this. I was say, God bless her. Um, our Sarah, she tries her very best in the kitchen and she, she likes to cook and she's got every gadget. You go in there, then there's slow cookers and there's choppers and mincers and all this. And um, the most efficient way for me to chop anything in the kitchen is with an eight-inch kitchen knife. I'm very good with a knife. I've got skills and capabilities at chopping and all that kind of thing. So for me, I don't need 101 items. I need an eight-inch sharp kitchen knife or the means to make a kitchen knife sharp. 
and I can do most things in the kitchen very efficiently by just using that one item. So sometimes we can complicate things with technology and gizmos and gadgets when actually we need to simplify the process and maybe improve a skill set. So my sister, if she could you know, spend some time investing in being a better chopper, she wouldn't need as many items to do the chopping now, would she? See what I mean? So is it the simplest way possible? Over the course of the lockdown, Sue and myself have spent a great deal of time doing some batch cooking. And this is when we start to really ramp up our efficiency. And we really enjoy our food. It's the one thing we, we kind of, it's, I suppose, all since we met each other years ago now, um, the one thing we've done on a regular basis is we've eaten good food. We used to go out a lot to eat food when we were when we could. Um, and then when the, the pandemic came around, you know, we started to cook more at home. We were pretty good cooks. And we started to realise that we used to cook things and we'd really like them. And sometimes we generally probably cook a little bit more than we needed, so we always had a little bit over for the next day to have a, a bit of a snack at, um, at lunchtime. Then we decided, uh, I think it was, it was we decided, I decided I cook curry. And I realised that there was a lot of faffing about to make a curry come to pass. You know, you've got to chop your onions, you've got to do this, you've got to get your spices out, and it's a little bit time-consuming. So when you're doing that for a meal on the evening, you can take up a lot of your afternoon cooking a curry, then you finish it, and as lovely as it was, a lot of time went into preparing that food. So then one day I thought, well, what if instead of just doing two portions and maybe an extra portion for, for a snack the day after, what if you made that batch bigger? So I went from doing two portions of curry at a time up to eight portions at a time. And then I realised that that was great because not only could we have two portions for dinner that evening, we had six we could put in the freezer, which was for us, one each. That's three meals, three more evenings we didn't have to cook. And that was successful. So successful that I started to look at it and think, okay, that's clever, that's efficient. Could it be more efficient? Could this be simpler? And I thought, well, all I need if I want to make more portions is a bigger pan. So we bought a bigger pan. So we're at a stage now where generally when I'm cooking um, my curries, I will make 15 to 20 portions, depending on what curry it is, and they'll go in the freezer. We bought a big chest freezer so we could store more frozen stuff. When Sue cooks her meals now, she'll always make a lot more portions. So we've got into this habit now of creating a period of time when we have to cook. And okay, the, the bigger the batch, there is a little bit more preparation. And it just sometimes take a little bit longer to cook, but not that much longer and not that much more time and not that much more effort to prepare it. So actually what we find is by investing that time, what we then do is we don't have to do any cooking for weeks. We'll sometimes go out there and we can we could eat out of our freezer now for the next four weeks without having to prepare anything fresh. It's all frozen, it's good quality food. So we become really efficient at that. So efficiency in anything makes life simpler, doesn't it? Because we have more time now to we don't have to worry like we have to worry less about what we're eating tonight and more about what we'd like to spend this time doing. Chit chatting, talking, whatever he's reading, listening to music, whatever. Efficiency. And the thing about efficiency is when you become efficient in one thing, it turns into something else. So we went from being very efficient in the kitchen and I started thinking about other tasks that I were doing. I thought, what other tasks do I do that are a bit of a ball ache and I don't particularly like doing and, you know, always seem like a bit of an effort? Cutting the grass. Now, if you're listening to this and you have a, a garden, you know what I'm talking about. You know, every now and again, you, your garden gets to a stage, thinking, oh, I'll get the state of that grass, you know, it needs cutting. And you go out and you cut it and it's hard work. But when you finish cutting your grass, unless you're very different to me, even though it was difficult, you look back and think, wow, it looks so much better cut, doesn't it? Doesn't that look nice? And there's a great feeling. And I thought, well, 
what I'm doing is I'm cutting it once, waiting for a three or four weeks that it needs cutting, then putting it off for another two weeks. Then all of a sudden, the task of cutting the grass becomes a much, much bigger job. So I thought, actually, it'd be more efficient to do this more regularly. Because if I cut it after every three weeks, I don't need as much equipment. I don't have to empty the bag as much on the, on the mower. It actually gets done a lot quicker. So actually, I spend less time now cutting my grass every two weeks than I did when I just cut it every six. It takes me less time. Okay, it's split over two sessions, but it's a lot more efficient. You need to sit down and make a list of things that you don't like doing or that you struggle with and you feel feel clunky to you. And even if you're doing something you enjoy doing, if you ask that question, could I make this simpler? By becoming more efficient and simplifying things, even if you love doing it, you might find you can do more of it or you can create more of it. Like these podcasts. You know, by doing this system now, I don't have to worry about the the sound being set because I know what it is. I don't have to worry about the uploading and the speed of how I upload it because I've got all that set on kind of settings on my uploading software and my editing software. It now takes me literally five minutes to turn everything on and get going. A little test, one, two, three, test and I'll do before I then start again. And at the end of it, little top tail with a bit of music you all hear as it starts and finishes and then upload it. So literally... No matter how long the podcast is, let's say it's a 30-minute podcast, it only takes me five minutes either end of it and it's up, so it's become really efficient. If you become more efficient, you will have a much better quality of life. If you become more efficient, you'll have a much better quality of business. If you become much better at looking after your house, you'll have a much better quality of relationship. Because the thing now is, part of efficiency is knowing who does what and when, I cut the grass every two weeks, job done. Every four weeks I cut the edges. Sue cuts some little bushes. I make the curries. Sue makes the lentil dishes. I make coffee on the morning. Sue makes dinner on an evening. And we have these little things. We even clean the house every two weeks. I clean the downstairs. Sue cleans the upstairs. We've got a process and a system. And it's one that we understand and it's one that we can assess. If something isn't working well, we can change and tweak it. But first, you've got to recognize what the system is, know it. And if you have trouble knowing what the system is, write down. Write down exactly whatever you do to do something. Something I learned when I was cooking the curries, about it became efficient because I was making all this batch cooking, but I thought, I wonder if I could be more efficient at actually making them. And I realized I did something, and this is going to sound a good example of how little things can make you more efficient, and you maybe didn't just see them to start with. When my kitchen setup, it's like an L-shape work surface. I've got a oven next door and there's a bin so what i tend to do is chop on there i used to chop my onions so i used to have to peel the onions and big onions a lot of onions you're gonna have a lot of peeling so i used to chop the onions take all the peelings off and then when the works off got messy i would pick some of them up and then walk across to the bin and put them inside the bin then walk back and chop some more peel some more put them back in the the, the trimmings back into the into the the bin and, and moving back and forward then one day i thought why am i moving back and forth with this bin wouldn't it be much easier, guys, to bring the bin to the workshop and then I worked up and then just drop it in? And I did. So I'd been cooking these batch cookies for a while, and you know, we really I thought we were really efficient. I thought well, this is really efficient. We can, you know, we can't get any better, but we could. So the crucial thing with this being efficient, you can always be more efficient. You should always be looking for ways to be more efficient, even if you think what you do is more efficient. Jeff Bezos, your man Elon Musk. These are incredibly efficient people. They may have more money than us. They may have much bigger businesses than us. 
But the one thing they don't have any more of, and the one thing they can't create any more of, no matter how much wealth they've got, they can't create more time. So whether you're Jeff Bezos, whether you're Elon Musk, whether you're Gareth Boo, whether you're Tom Dick or Harry, you get 24 hours of the day, you get 100% of that 24 hours, you don't get to get any more of it, and it's how we use that time. When we become efficient, we're better at managing this time. If you start to focus on the things you're doing and making them more efficient, you'll have more time to do the things you enjoy doing. Most people come up with excuses all around time. Well, I would go to the gym if I had more time. I would start reading more if I had more time. I would go see my mother more if I had more time. And the truth is, you've got plenty of time if you work on your efficiency. So from the smallest task, cutting the grass, to the biggest task, running a business, if you focus on making each one of the tasks and things you perform within those arenas as efficient as you can be, you will not have the excuse anymore. You've got no more time. And please don't get into this idea of when folks say, I don't like to, to I don't like efficiency. I like to go with the flow. I like to see what comes up. That is the dumbest strategy for using your time at all. Because when we go with the flow, when we would do what comes up, that's just an excuse. You're almost saying, well, I can't be asked working on a prospect or on a, on a on a process here. I'm just going to see what comes up. I go with the flow. You know, I like to I like to be a you know a, a kind of free spirit. Yeah, most free spirits and people that like to go with the flow are generally fucking broke. All right, um, and if you listen to this and you've got a trouble with your finances, start looking at your efficiency because they're very very closely linked. Effective and efficient people generally. And reasonable money, they know how to spend it, they're efficient with it. Because how you do one thing, you do everything. Once you become efficient in one thing, that spreads out to everything else you do. I'm looking for ways now to make even the simplest things more efficient for me. Even my car, you know, making sure my car gets cleaned regularly, making sure the car's tidy all the time. It's all part of being efficient. And now you do one thing, like I say, is do everything. So efficiency becomes a state of mind. It becomes a, a lifestyle, a way of, of, of living. You know, I'm forever tweaking, even up in the kitchen, tweaking where the... The sauces are kept. We have some sauces in our house. We like a bit of brown sauce, especially on an egg sandwich on a Sunday morning. Delicious. So I always make sure that the brown sauce is at the front of the of the um, uh, the cupboard, not at the back, because that's what we use most often. It should be at the front. I learned that from my warehousing days and making an efficient warehouse. The stuff you're going to need most needs to be close at hand. The stuff you use every now and again, further away. The stuff you lose just once every blue moon, that can be stored away somewhere. You're not going to need that so much. The stuff you need regularly at hand. Efficiency and be more efficient. Opportunities are everywhere. You've just got to look for them. So I'm going to tell you now, if you want a way of making your life less stressed out, with less anxiety for yourself, start looking at your efficiency. When you become more efficient, you'll be surprised how that'll make you feel. It'll make you feel calmer, more focused, and you'll be a better performing individual, which is what we all want. And certainly, if you listen to my stuff, it's kind of what everybody should want. Because that's what I talk about, isn't it? Becoming the best version of yourself you can be. And if you're the most effective version of yourself you can be, that's taking you a lot closer to being the best version of yourself you can be. There you go. So a little bit of stuff and efficiency for you. Right, I'm going to lie down now because uh, one side effect of the uh, COVID jab is you get a little bit of an achy arm. My arm is a bit achy, so I'm just going to take it easy this afternoon and I'm going to go upstairs and read on the couch. Why? Because laying down, I need to do, and if I read at the same time, that's very efficient, isn't it? Two birds, one stone kind of thing. There you go. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast. If you have, tell people about it. This is what I'm going to ask you to do now after every podcast. If you've liked what you've heard, share it with your friends. Subscribe to the channel. Get them to listen to this. You know, I want to spread this word a bit more. Get this podcast going. So if you haven't liked it, share it with somebody else. 
And until the next podcast, you take care and be more efficient. Bye-bye.